Section 84 of the Catholic's Ready Answer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by V.T. Dave. Secret Societies. Objection. Why is the Church opposed to secret societies? If individuals may lawfully have secrets, why may secret societies not have them? The answer. The Church condemns certain societies not simply and solely because they have secrets, but because of the particular kind of secrecy practiced in those societies. In some cases, also, she condemns them because there is sufficient evidence, as in the case of masonry, that the secrecy is used as an instrument for the propagation of error and for the destruction of all true religion. If a Catholic thinks of joining a secret society, he must know, not only as a Catholic, but simply as a man with a conscience, to what sort of secrecy he is going to commit himself. And those who have a right to know the state of his conscience have also a right to know whether his joining that society will be to him a source of spiritual harm or to others an occasion of scandal. One very objectionable feature of certain secret societies is an oath of absolute secrecy, blindly taken. That is to say, without one's knowing what he may be committing himself to. A no less objectionable one is the oath of absolute and unconditional obedience, which no one, under any circumstances, can conscientiously take. The use of a religious ritual is often a sufficient reason for condemnation, especially if it be accompanied by the use of symbols of a religious character whose meaning is known only to higher adepts. Even in many of the less objectionable secret societies of the day, there are influences constantly at work tending to weaken the faith of Catholic members and lessen their allegiance to the Church. It is partly because of such objectionable elements in Freemasonry that Catholics are forbidden under pain of excommunication to join any Masonic organization. The Knights of Pythias, the Odd Fellows, and the Sons of Temperance are also condemned by the Church. But what about other secret societies not thus explicitly condemned? Are Catholics free to join them simply because the Church has not expressly condemned them? Not so, for membership in them may be a source of harm, and careful inquiry should be made into the character and aims of such societies, and prudent advice sought as to the wisdom of actually joining them. The Church and those who exercise jurisdiction in her name should have every reasonable assurance that membership in any given society will not prove baneful to the Catholics concerned. We shall give the reader a specimen of Masonic oaths of secrecy. The oath that is part of the first degree taken on the Bible. And let it be remembered that the secrets of Masonry are not known to the great mass of the brethren, and that so-called Masonic science does not regard the Bible as the Word of God. The initiate pronounces the following formula. I, in the presence of the great architect of the universe, do hereby and hereon solemnly and sincerely swear that I will always hide, conceal, and never reveal any parts or parts, any point or points of the secrets or mysteries of or belonging to free and accepted Masons, in Masonry, which may heretofore have been known by, shall now or may have at future time be communicated to me. These several points I solemnly swear to observe under no less penalty than to have my throat cut across, my tongue torn out by the root, and my body buried in the sands of the sea, 
or the more efficient punishment of being branded as a willfully perjured individual, void of all moral worth, so help me God. No one, be he Christian or Mohammedan, or even Mason, can in conscience pledge himself by promise or by oath to any duty or obligation, the nature of which he does not know. If a Mason has a seared conscience for such matters, he is an enemy of society and of all honest men. End of section 84